Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Heather. Today on the podcast, we are joined by Kirsten Franklin of Akvavit Theater to talk about all things Huga. Huga is a Danish word used when acknowledging a feeling or moment as cozy, charming, or special. Huga origins are Scandinavian, but it is an experience anyone can create in their own life. Such experiences revolve around creating a feeling of inner warmth, content, and peace. And this happens through fostering an environment to connect and relate to each other. Welcome, Kirsten. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. You've been a guest on our podcast before, but we're so excited to have you back to talk about Huga. Can you tell us some more about this word and how it's blown up over the last few years? It's not just about blankets or oversized scarves, is it? No, um, I think there's there's kind of a, been a calling to the Nordic world over the last few years, just the simplicity um, that resonates in the Nordic realm. And so I think that's kind of why people are coming to Huga uh, these days. It's just there's something about that Nordic feeling of just coziness and wanting to be together with the people you love. And do you have a Scandinavian background? Did you have a relationship with this word growing up? I do come from uh, a Nordic background. My family is primarily Norwegian. I'm like 93% Norwegian, according to Ancestry.com. Um, but this word is relatively um, unfamiliar to me from my days of growing up. And I just learned it when probably everyone else was starting to learn it. I think it was the word of the year in 2016, or they got, it got was on a short list to be added to the dictionary. Um, because I don't think there's an English equivalent really for this word. There is in Swedish. Um, I believe there's two words, right, that, that I, I'll mispronounce, but there's fika and legom, the L-O-G-O-M, I believe that both can be interpreted as a feeling of huga. Yeah, so legom, uh, legom means like the feeling of just enough. So that means like, to, to not have too much or too little, it's just to have enough. And fika is a time period during the day that they, the Swedes celebrate um, to, have, to come together every day and have tea and coffee and just, the, yeah, that kind of warm feeling to get to stop and pause and just celebrate each other. So yeah, you can definitely have that. There's also a, a word in Norwegian, it's, which is called Kusheli, which is similar. Um, also, it, it, I guess if the closest word I can think of in the American language would be cozy, the word cozy, but it's, it's, it's more of a verb, like the action of being cozy. So, and is it something that describes only wintertime, like coziness, or is it year round? Yeah, I had I had this question too. I was I was going through the notes today, and I was like, "Can people in Florida experience huga, or you do have to be freezing?" That's a great question. Um, actually, I think it it started there because obviously in the Nordic lands there is so much time when it's cold, and that's when they probably uh, perfected the art of huga uh, because that's when you light all the candles and, you know, get all the pillows out and, you know, drink your hot chocolate and they, you know, you get really cozy. But there is a sense of huga in all seasons. And yes, I do think that people in Florida can experience huga as well uh, in, in being together outside and not 
uh, and, and relishing in those simple things, simple activities where you're not exerting yourself too much and just allowing yourself to be. And I feel like in American culture, we tend to latch onto something and monetize it, um, which is kind of not in the spirit of Huga. So kind of if, if, if people don't, you know, obviously don't want to go out and buy the warmest, wooliest blanket out there um, and they want to set the tone for Huga in their own house using the things that they have, kind of what could they do? Yeah, so that's actually at the heart of Huga is comfort. And a lot of that comes with familiarity, things that you that bring you comfort or things that have always brought you comfort. So the other day, uh, a friend of mine made a, a Facebook post when it was freezing outside. It was like zero degrees. And she was like, I'm baking bread in my oven. I've just poured myself an old fashioned and I'm knitting. And I was like, and this, my friends, <laughs> is the prime example of Huga. Um, it's just, you know, just taking what you have and and creating um, peace and comfort with the things that you have. So I think like for a lot of people, maybe that might mean like digging out something that is comforting to you. Also, one thing that people think sometimes huga means like everything has to be pristine and perfect, but that's actually the also the antithesis of huga because in order to be cozy, like things get a little bit messy, but also not too messy. So it's it's walking that line of, allowing yourself to just be not feeling like you have to get up and clean something so that you can be more comfortable, but just allowing yourself to um, get in and get cozy. Um, a lot of people think that um, they want to like throw a hygge party. And I think that the hygge parties don't necessarily work in America because in America we think about entertaining people when we throw parties. And I think the biggest part about hygge is that nobody should be feeling like they need to comfort anybody else. You're just allowing yourselves to be. So like there would be no, there should be no hostess of a huga party or host of a huga party. Everyone should be able to experience the same amount of huga the whole time. But it is a, a concept that kind of breeds this, you know, needing to be social. So it shouldn't it shouldn't be an act of isolation. You should want to kind of surround yourselves and connect with people. And it's a time for um, kind of really showing who you are and being vulnerable um, with people as well, correct? I think there is a way to hug on your own where you're feeling you can feel connected to others because of what is around you. And sometimes that's necessary because you are at home or, you know, you are alone or whatever. Um, but yes, the, the main concept is to hug with people, to be together. And in this day and age, and you know, 2020, it's possible to hug with people online. <laughs> so like my friend was hug having, she was having a hug in her apartment, but also letting us know about it. So she was, she was innately showing us how to hug on her own and sharing it with us. So I think that's totally possible. Kristen has a book here um, with us at the podcast called The Book of Huga by Louisa Thompson Britz. And is there anything particular that, you know, that you really like about this book? Is there anything um, that you want to share from it? Yeah, I've, I've like marked a couple of spots here. This one I liked. So to be in a situation characterized by Huga is to be in a state of pleasant well-being and security 
with a relaxed frame of mind and an open enjoyment of the immediate situation in all its small pleasures, it is a state one achieves most often with close members of one's social network, with one's family, extended family, and friends. The noun huga, but then there's a verb uh, version of it too. So there's huger um, or hugeda, <laughs> which is the past verbal form. Um, and there's just like all these different ways to say it. So uh, hugali means to be huga-like. Um, which <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's all these different um, variants on it, which I thought. And there's all these other like forms of words like um Yule huga is a christmas huga um or huga snoka means to like to talk uh to have a, a huga chat or a talk so that's what we're doing right now right we are we're having a huga snoka <laughs> by the way listeners you can't hear this but heather's stomach is growling up a storm here um so maybe we should we should talk about some huga type foods you know we'll get into we'll get into beverages later but um are there any kind of appetizers snacks entrees desserts that are are more huga like than others like where does the french fry land in in huga world if it brings you comfort i think it's definitely a, a valid huga choice so um if you if you find comfort in french fries then yes that is a huga food i personally love love bread um bread to me <laughs> and soup um and probably any kind of baked good that you can put in the oven and it warms you while you're um while you're waiting for it well, Huga Fest in Andersonville is this weekend. It kicks off Saturday morning, and we have a lot to look forward to. Um, but I, in doing my research, I found that the Happiness Institute in Copenhagen found that 86% of Danes said if they could only pick one thing to associate with Huga, it would be hot drinks. And they picked coffee as their favorite hot drink. The Andersonville Chamber um, hopes to generate a sense of community during this weekend's Huga Fest, where folks can join us for our first ever coffee and hot cocoa crawl, where you can sample your way through Andersonville's robust coffee scene. If you haven't noticed, we do have a lot of coffee shops here that we're proud to feature. Um, we do have two routes for this event, and they are $20 each, or you can buy both routes for $35. Kids 12 and under are free. Heather, do you want to tell us a little bit about what we can expect? Who's on our routes? What are the routes? The two routes, we have the brew route and the bean route. The brew route features Ridman's Coffee. Um, they'll be hosting brewed coffee and hot chocolate, Frio Gelato, um, Time with Christina, and she's going to be popping up at Raygun, offering Madeline's dipped in coffee chocolate, the Swedish American Museum, uh, Catherine Ann Confections, Lady Gregory's, First Slice, Collectivo Coffee, and Vincent. The next route is the Bean Route, and they uh, this route will include the Coffee Studio. Uh, Twiddly Bits will be popping up at City Olive. Uvai Kitchen and Wine Bar. Um, they're going to be featuring spiced coffee from Uncommon Coffee with vanilla bean, fig, and cardamom-infused bourbon. Sounds great uh true north coffee replay will be featuring a chicago roastery sparrow coffee um kopi cafe lost larson and grown-up kid stuff at andersonville galleria will be 
featuring hot chocolate. And on the Bean Route, Lost Larson will actually be serving from their patio space, which they are making uh, very huga. So we hope to have some some heat lamps and maybe some fire if we can find a good fire pit. So look forward to that. Before we talk about the pajama fun run, which also occurs on Saturday, Kristen, do you have any favorite places to huga in Andersonville? Oh, I really do. Um, my favorite place of all is probably Kopi Cafe. Um, I'm sure many people in Andersonville would agree that the that little level where you can sit on the floor <laughs> is probably one of the coziest spots in Andersonville. I actually make sure to go there with my two children at least once a week. And everyone, everyone who works there knows me and my children and what my children want. <laughs> and my children both snuggle in to me with their pillows and uh, we read books while we have our coffee or our, our dinner. So it's a perfect place to huga. But I would say that my second favorite place, which is rather new, is Gadabout. I just think they have such a, a very huga-like setup with all of their pillows and couches and comfy chairs. And um, so that's a, a new a new favorite spot as well. Yes, I've been a patron of Kopi Cafe for a number of years too with my kids. And it was always a great spot to go when they were babies just because they could kind of crawl around on that metal fencing by the window. And we hadn't gone back in some time and I recently took them back and, you know, kids and they're eating and some are better than others. And they just remarked at how good their bagels are. So... Well, as I stated before, we're also excited to host our second annual Hugafest Pajama Fun Run. Um, it does take place on Saturday directly before the coffee crawl. There is a suggested donation of uh, $15 per person and all proceeds benefit Care for Real. Care for Real's uh, clientele has just increased vastly um, over the past couple of years. So um, we love to be able to kind of host this run uh, to support them during these winter months um, to help spread coziness to others. Check-in for the event is at Elixir Andersonville beginning at 8.30 a.m. And the run starts at 9 a.m. We will give away prizes for best sleepwear and fastest runner. Thank you to Artist Senior Living of Lakeview for sponsoring this event. Um, the run does take place on the sidewalk. We're not closing down Clark Street for this run. So, um, you know, hopefully the, the sidewalks will be clear. Thank you, shovelers. Uh, and the route will take you north on Clark, Clark, not on the street, from Balmoral to Gethsemane and back to Balmoral. Um, it's about one mile total. So um, if you have been hibernating for most of the season and haven't, um, you know, put on your running legs, you know, you can walk or run and it isn't too much. Um, throughout the weekend, our retail shops and restaurants will also be celebrating Huga. Heather, what can we look forward to from our businesses? Um, there's a lot of businesses participating, and we are so grateful. And thank you to everyone. Um, just going to kind of go down the line of who is um, who's participating. First, we have the Andersonville Galleria. All weekend, they'll be um, offering samples of chocolate from their various chocolate vendors along with music and hot drinks. Um, be Yoga on Sunday the 2nd. Um, you can experience yin yoga and yoga nidra with Charles um, in a movement and meditation class. Early to Bed is going to be offering 20% off massage candles. Frio Gelato is offering free toppings with a purchase. 
Um, Foresighted is offering um, 20% off soaps, candles, puzzles, and anything tarot. Ooh, and then we have um, one of my favorites is the Georgia's Ice Cream and Sweets uh, National Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. Um, You can actually go to Georgia's at 8 a.m. in your pajamas um, and get get ice cream. They have special offerings that day. And then run a mile. Well, yes. I mean, exactly. I mean, eat, run, drink coffee. We have a very full day. Um, But they had... I'm not sure what their offerings are going to be this year, but last year they had these amazing donut sundaes. So uh, it's a great way to kick off your Huga Fest day. Um, Also, they'll be showing cartoons. So we can go back to the days in which we watch Saturday morning cartoons from the days of yore. And then as you kind of get along in your day, Hopleaf Bar on Sunday is um, going to be celebrating their seventh annual Super Stout Sunday. Um, It starts at noon and... Martha May, uh, Art Supplies and Beautiful Things. All weekend, they're going to have a hygge pop-up with Electra Textiles. These are hand-woven textiles, pillows, and wall hangings made in Chicago. Uh, you can meet the maker February 1st from 1 to 3. At Milk Handmade on Sunday, they're going to have a scrunchy making workshop with Argaman and Defiance. Scrunchies are back. I will never they're wear a scrunchie. Tickets should be um, available soon for that event, and there are only five spots available. So this is like a very cozy, scrunchy-making time. At Rattleback Records on Sunday, uh, from 10 to 11 a.m., young Huga Seekers can attend a kid craft and music morning. All supplies are going to be provided, so it's perfect. The Swedish American Museum on Saturday are going to be hosting a soup and pancake pop-up cafe, and they will also be serving split pea soup and Swedish pancakes True comfort food. The museum store will also have a number of Huga products on sale. Well, I'm excited. Um, One thing we do have to know is Uncharted Books is also going to be having 15% off three important types of cozy books, mysteries, recipes, and histories. Now, I didn't think of that. I thought I would think that all books would be cozy, but I like how they denote here that, that I guess what makes a mystery cozy? What do you think? You can't put it down. You have to read the whole thing because you're going gonna to be fascinated. You have to start it and read the whole thing in one sitting. Well, I'm going to be borrowing this Huga book uh, from Kirsten. But Kirsten, do you have a, a, a go-to kind of, whether it be music or a magazine, do you have some, when you sit down on the couch for 20 minutes with your heating pad, what do you like to, to do? Well, there's there's actually, I think she's, I think she might be Swedish. I'm not sure, but there's, um, I think she's a Swedish uh, singer that I always put on her on. Her name is Agnes Obel, and I'm just obsessed with her. I guess she's coming to town soon, so I'm totally buying tickets to see her. Um, it's just a very eclectic, strange, um, and comforting sound that she produces. And uh, probably, like, as far as books go, I my go-to would probably be Little Women. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good answer. Have you seen um, Greta Gerwig's production of it? Oh, my gosh. I only cried maybe nine times, you know. So, yeah, it was amazing. I loved it. I mean, and we've all, like, seen it and read it, and we know it's coming, but it just hits you uh, so hard. And Meryl Streep is, was obviously amazing in that. Yeah, I I just particularly really enjoyed the way that they told the story and kind of actually were able to... Um, tell a little bit more about Louisa May Alcott in the process, which things that I didn't know, like that she, that the end is not really what happened with her, which is interesting. So I love, I appreciated it from a woman's standpoint. 
Well, whatever way you hygge, uh, we hope you join us in Andersonville this weekend, February 1st and 2nd. Um, but before we kind of close out the show, Kirsten, what can we expect from Akvavit Theater this season? Well, this is actually our 10th uh, anniversary season, so we have a lot happening. Uh, we haven't made any um, official announcements yet, but you can um, be sure to see some things that you may have seen before and some brand new things that the world has never seen before. So this is an exciting season. One thing I would like to um, invite you all to is to our Nordic Spirit Festival, which is happening at the end of February at the Swedish American Museum. Uh, it's five performances of five brand new Nordic plays, one from each of the Nordic countries. So Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Iceland. There'll be one play from each of them. And will there be a quiz on folks as they enter to name the, all of those Nordic countries? We should do that. Yeah, we should offer um, a quiz and maybe they can get free entry if they get it right. <laughs> that would be great. Um, but yeah, so that will be happening at the Swedish American Museum um, February 27th through March 1st. I think March 1st is the only day that it won't be in the evening. That'll be, I think, at three o'clock. Uh, right after their herring fest, I think they're having it. I'm a vegetarian, but I've never, so I've never, and even before I was a vegetarian, I've never had herring before. Heather, have you tried herring? I have tried herring. I've tried lutefisk as well, which oh. is like a the worst version of herring. Um, fun Heather background, I'm... I was born in South Korea, but I'm adopted, and my entire family is Scandinavian. So hearing Lutefest, it's just a part of my life. Well, you are actually more, I think you're more Scandinavian than me because I have never tried Lutefisk and I have never tried herring. I am also a vegetarian and I try to steer very clear of all fish-like foods. Even when I went to Norway and was there for four weeks, somehow I evaded it. So well done. Thanks. I... I don't know. It feels like a badge of honor that I just, I don't want. <laughs> Thank you for getting so personal with us, Heather. Well, you know, I'm, I, I, I wanted to say too, February is a really terrible month always in Chicago. I'm not sure if you both feel this way or not, but, and we have an extra day of it this year, which I'm not looking forward to, but I am glad that this, you know, this festival is occurring to kick us off for this month. And um, will hopefully inspire folks to, you know, put down their phones and connect and um, get cozy. So thank you, Kristen, for joining us today. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Hoogafest and to buy tickets for the coffee and hot cocoa crawl, please visit andersonville.org backslash events backslash Andersonville dash Hooga dash fest. Uh, that is Huga H-Y-G-G-E. And uh, for more information about the Nordic Fest, where can they go? Yes, you can check out our website, which is www.chicagonordic.org. And we'll have information and tickets on there uh, next week. All right. Happy Huga, everyone. Always Andersonville, the podcast is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Find episodes streaming weekly on iTunes and Podbean with show notes available at andersonville.org. 